الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد حافظوا على الصلوات والصلاه الوسطى وقوموا لله قانتين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الصلاه نور صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين last week we spoke about the fazail the virtues of salah some incident of the highest servants of allah taala and the importance they show towards this great ibadat of deen this great injunction of salah the person has to study the various injunctions of islam one will find that each and every injunction is special and earns the mercy of allah subhanahu wa taala but when it comes to salah then there is something extra there is something more special about this injunction that allah subhanahu wa taala made it the most important injunction after iman whenever nabi ali sallallahu alaihi spoke to the sahaba then first and foremost the top most important obligation that nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam highlighted it important before sahaba was that of salah when nabi ali sallallahu alaihi wasallam was in makkah mukarramah then allah subhanahu wa taala had called his beloved nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam on the miraculous journey of miraj when nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam had to traverse and travel to the heaven to receive this gift of salah from allah subhanahu wa taala When it came to the other injunctions of deen, Allah Rabbul Izzat did not institute these measures. Allah Ta'ala did not cause the injunction of deen to come to Rasulullah Sallam via this means. Allah Paak always sent wahi revelation via Jibreel Ali Salatu Salam to Rasulullah Sallam informing the Nabi of Allah of this command of Allah, the injunction of deen and the obligation of Islam. When it came to zakat, the wahi came to rasulullah sallam and rasulullah passed it on to the ummah when it came to hajj the various injunctions were given to rasulullah via wahi jibril ali salam brought it and gave it to rasulullah sallam nabi ali sallam passed it on to the ummah but when it came to salah allah called his beloved nabi on a special miraculous journey to present this gift of salah to the nabi of allah for his ummah no other nabi and no other ummah enjoyed this honor that Allah had granted this ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu so this is among the greatest favors of Allah bounties and gifts that Allah Pak can grant any nation Allah granted us the greatest favor that is the favor and the gift of salah Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam even showed the ummah how to fulfill this obligation and how to fulfill the rights of this bounty any favor that Allah grants a person that favor comes with certain responsibilities the person fulfills those responsibilities as dictated and commanded by Allah Then we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant the person the nur, the barakah, the blessing and the mercy of that favor. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned in the hadith, As-salatu nurun, salah is a nur, a light. If a person wants to enlighten his whole life, illuminate his life, he has to bring that salah in his life. If a person wants to enter Jannah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned, the key to Jannah is salah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned, the key to Jannah is salah. Miftahul Jannah as-salah. Then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned to the sahaba that the first thing a person will be questioned on the day of Qiyamah. The first, 
first thing will be that salah. Other rights, other hukuk, a person needs to fulfill the rights that he owes his wife, his kids, his family, the servants of Allah. Everything else will come later on. But the haqq of salah is first. The right of Allah is salah, a person should fulfill this. So we find the fact that a person, Allah Pak's Nabi Sallallahu showed us this, such a great favor, such a great gift. And how to fulfill the rights of this salah, so that one may become deserving of Allah's favor, Allah Ta'ala's mercy, Allah's blessing, and the virtues behind that salah will come only when we fulfill it. So the ulama say it commences with the wuzu. At the time where salah is about to enter, the time of salah is about to enter, a person should be concerned about that salah. He has a special meeting with the king of all kings. He should program and condition his heart and his soul and mind that this is a very, very important meeting with Allah. If I got a meeting with the president of the country, how elated, how happy a person will become. He'll talk about it perhaps months in advance. This is the meeting to happen. Yeah, person, Allah had given us the special honor. We can converse with Allah. And the greatest opportunity, the greatest meeting and audience with Allah is the time when the believer comes to the masjid and performs that first salah with jamaat. There's no greater ibadat than salah. And the greatest position of all the salah is that first salah to be performed in the masjid with the jamaat in the correct time. So a person should prepare his mind that I'm going to stand before Allah, so he, he makes wuzu. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam talked when, when a person, man ahsana, man tawadda wa ahsana al-wuzu. The person who makes wuzu and he makes a proper wuzu. He should recite Bismillah walhamdulillah, taking the name of Allah and praising Allah at the beginning of the, of the wuzu. The one who will commence the wuzu in this way, Allah becomes so happy, so pleased with him. Allah commands the angels that as long as that man is in the state of wuzu, they should continue to write rewards for him in his book of deeds. Till the time that wuzu will break, the malaika will be engaged in writing. So remaining in the state of wuzu also is a sunnah and it's a protection against the evil of our nafs, shaitan, the evil environment. And it's a preparation for a believer to remind him that the time of salah can come anytime. I must be ready, I must be in the state of wuzu. If the wuzu will break, then he should repeat that wuzu. The second thing, the sunnah of that wuzu a person should adhere to. Fulfill. If he performs that wuzu according to the sunnah, taking the name of Allah, Bismillah. Nabi Ali Salam mentioned that the one who says Bismillah at the time of wuzu, that wuzu will be a purification for the sins of his entire body. And if he does not recite Bismillah, then it will only be a purification for the limbs that he will wash. It will remove, expiate the sins of the limbs he will wash, but not the entire body. So now how much virtue? All that is still the preparation for that salah. And then the person performs a complete wuzu. He doesn't waste water. He does not make israf. You're doing an ibadat and there's some sin attached to that ibadat. The nur, the barakah, the reward will be destroyed. One day Hafiz Tayyip Ibrahimullah, very great wali and wuzuk of Dioban, he asked that Mufti Mahmoud Sabrahmatlali, that if a person he makes wuzu but he wastes water, so then what, what, what will happen? Allah speaks about it. Those who wait are the brothers of shaitan. Imagine someone tells you, you know, you shaitan's brother. You don't want that type of compliment. That type of compliment you don't want. You say, hey, I want, I want to be a, you know, something that a person will associate me with Rasulullah, with the sahaba, with the awliya. Shaitan's brother. Allah is saying, people who wait, this is now who, who they aligning themselves to, who they resembling. Shaitan will become very happy. So you're doing that ibadat, but you're wasting that water. You're speaking about worldly affairs at the time of wuzu. So a person should make wuzu at home and come. One is he forgot, there was a limited time, something happened, he came in a masjid, alhamdulillah, no problem. But if he makes that wuzu, Nabi Ali Islam mentioned like a person who put on his ihram and he's leaving to go, he's leaving to go uh, for hajj. The reward he'll get, for umrah, for hajj. He's putting on his ihram and leaving. So much of reward. So then, 
Person he performed the wuzu, his focus before the time of the jamaat will commence, and then he sets out. He walks in a very dignified manner. He knows I'm going for this meeting. Until so much on really something, he mustn't even intertwine his fingers at the time when he's walking to the masjid. That is not in keeping to the adab and the royal etiquettes of salah. He hasn't yet reached the masjid. And the very first time he's teaching us how he should be coming. When he enters the masjid, he should enter with dignity, with respect, not causing taklif to anyone. If people are not engaged in ibadat, he can make salam to people. If people are engaged, he shouldn't make, he should enter. And with respect, he should enter the masjid, occupy the front rows. As long as he waits for that salat, the malaika continue to make dua, maghfirat and rahmat to him. Allahum lahu, Allahum arhamu. But if he leaves win or he causes taklif to someone, he does something wrong in the masjid, he breaks, violates the sanctity of the masjid, the malaika will stop making dua for him. How important. He shouldn't look around. His focus at the meeting is about to commence. He should perform the sunnah before the farz. As that one Ilyas Ramadan mentioned, Allah Ta'ala, the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us to fulfill the haqq of that farz salah, we should, we should prepare in advance. The wudu should be correct. Coming slightly early before the, the jamaat can commence, we should perform the sunnah also. That sunnah also is to prepare the heart, the mind, to purify ourselves before we meet Allah. Purify ourselves. The Bishra also mentioned that the person who performs the perfect ablution and wudu, the eight doors of Jannah open for him. And when he performs the salah, Jannah is his. So that one salah can be everything. The Sahabi is coming to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and say, Oh Allah, Allimni wa ujiz. Give me some nasiyat, teach me deen, but give me something very brief I can remember and perhaps practice. Islam's first words, Salli salat muwaddi'in. When you perform salah, make that salah, consider that salah to be your last salah. That this is my last salah, after the salah, I'm not going to have an opportunity to, to perform salah. It's going to be the time when I will bid farewell to the world. I will meet Allah. What type of salah? That will, what that salah will be. Again, Nabi Shem spoke about the first thing, top of the list. Salah. Salli salat amwadin. Wala takallam bi kalamin ta'taziru minhu ghadan. And do not speak anything that you will have to give an account for and you put yourself into trouble. Whether in this world or in the next. And do not have hope in people and the wealth of people. Put your heart on Allah. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is explaining that how important the salah is. That Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the first thing is salah. Put your salah in order. When a person would en- when enter into the fold of Islam, Sahaba Ridwan Allah Majma'in mentioned among the first things that Rasulullah would emphasize and would teach the new Muslim would be of salah. Among the first things that salah was so important. A person he comes so he should ensure he doesn't cause taklif to anyway. Don't raise his voice. He's, he's speaking to some person and you're speaking loudly. As Umar radiallahu ta'ala heard two people speaking, raising their voice. He told one sahabi, go and call these people. And then he, he told him, for where you people? Are you from Medina? He said, no, we from Taif. Had you people been from this city, I would have, I would have disciplined you. I would have, I would have left you and disciplined you. How dare you raise your voice in the masjid of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Because you people from Taif, you don't know, I'll make consideration. Do not do it again. As Umar radiallahu ta'ala caution them. Sometimes you find people speaking, they're not con- considered. It's the house of Allah. So we should be concerned. We should come in, in state of fear. That this is the, this is the court of the king. We don't want to do anything wrong that the mercy of Allah will turn away. With regard to cell phones, very important, a person should be concerned all the time that this is the gadgets of shaitan. The amount of sin that is taking place in the world with this device is something that is not unknown to anyone. It's no secret. We all know the most amount of guna in the last perhaps few decades, 30, 40 years now, 
from the time this gadget was in, introduced in the world, invented, he said, it has escalated the level of sin, crime, transgression, everything, shamelessness, immorality, that perhaps for centuries that the world hadn't seen. So a person is committing sin with the cell phone out of the masjid, it's a sin. He comes to the house of Allah and he's committing that the cell phone got a musical ring. By mistake, it's one by mistake it happened, by, by mistake. He said, Allah Park says, you can't be so negligent to put something haram on that phone. And then after say it happened by mistake, take the thing out. You know. And then a person sometimes, you find that he looks at his phone and something pops up, and some, some picture of an animate object. Not, not nude, you know. just an animate object. A person is committing the most grave sin in the house of Allah. And if it's something that is of shameless content, you can imagine how severe it will be in the court of Allah, Ta'ala. How severe it will be. أَشَدُّ النَّاسِ عَذَابًا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ الْمُصَوِّرُونَ Nabi Sallallahu mentioned the people on the day of Qiyamah Allah will dispatch to Jahannam. They will be punished to the most worst form of punishment will be all those people who had any involvement with picture making and photography. We should be very very careful We understand that this is something that will earn the wrath of Allah. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi comments that Salah and he, his mind moves away, he thinks about other things other than the salah, Allah's mercy moves away. He, that salah, he doesn't gain anything. So imagine if he's committing sin in the masjid, and that cell phone has to now ring, and other people's salah also is going to be affected. So he's getting guna, one is his own salah, then violation of the hukuk, rights of the masjid, the hukuk of the musallis, disrespect to the salah, Allah, Allah save us, Allah save us. Then when a person is coming, he should try to get the first stuff. The hadith is mentioned in the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi three du'as for those who perform the first salah in the first stuff. Inna Allah wa malaykata yusalluna ala as-saffi al-awwal. Qalu ya Rasulullah wa as-saffi al-thani. Sahaba say, oh Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what about the people in the second stuff? Make du'a for them. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said for the second time, Inna Allah wa malaykata yusalluna ala as-saffi al-awwal. Allah and all the angels, Allah's special mercy, the angels du'a for those in the first stuff. Sahaba said, wa as-saffi al-thani. Oh Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the second stuff. The third time Nabi Sallam said, no, Allah's mercy, angels dua for those in the first stuff. When the Sahaba said for the fourth time, Nabi Sallam said, okay, after that, okay, after that. So there's three, three times the dua for the people in the first stuff, second and after that. So this is a special, special reward. Then with regard to children, should also be, always be at the back. The children shouldn't be in the stuff of the, of the, of the adult. Now Nabi Sallam, in the Quran, when Allah Pak commanded us to perform salah, Allah didn't say, salli salah. Salus, Allah doesn't say that. Allah says, Atimus Salah, Atimus Salah, establish that Salah. The ulama mentioned the meaning of performing Salah and establish Salah is two different things. If we want to earn that great reward by Allah and that Salah to be a nur, a light for us in this world and in the year after, all the virtues promised we must get it, then we'll have to establish that Salah in the way Muhammad Mustafa taught us. What does establishing Salah entail? What does it mean? Ulama say the first thing, is a person should be punctual and regular with performing that salah in the time of salah. If a person is delaying that salah to the last time, Nabi Sallallahu Tilka Salatul Munafiq is a hypocrite. That salah is not going to be that means of his receiving the mercy of Allah. It's not going to be. The obligation to be fulfilled, but he's not going to get that reward, that, that level of, of, of mercy, that, that goodness. And a person who makes that salah qaza, then there's great, great wa'id. Severe warnings and punishment for that person. Very severe, Allah save us. So the first effort should be regular and he should be constant and he should ensure that he performs the salah in the time of the salah, in the proper time, the correct time. The second thing, he must perform that salah with jamaat. If he performs the salah individually, then he is now leaving out the wajib, some obligation that it is compulsory upon him. He becomes, he becomes sinful. A person is performing that salah, no excuse. And he's reading it uh, alone in his house somewhere. He's becoming sinful. The obligation will be fulfilled, but there's severe, severe wa'id, severe, severe warning. 
The third thing with regard to establishment of salah, when it is performing the salah, is regular, all the time, every day, five salah, then he performs it on the prescribed time, then he performs it with jamaat, and then he performs it in the masjid. Women will perform at home, and males will perform it in the masjid. In the hadith it is mentioned that the first three people are cursed. That the first person is that imam who is leading the salah, he is not considerate about the muqtadis, he is not fulfilling this obligation correctly, as a result, people are unhappy with him. He's not doing it right. He's breaking the commands of Allah. The people are unhappy. Nabi Ali something, this person is cursed by Allah. The second is that wife that the husband calls her. She doesn't have any excuse and she does not respond to fulfill his need. She passes the night that she's cursed. And the third is that person who hears Hayya al-Salah, Hayya al-Falah. He hears the azan from the masjid. And he doesn't come to the house of Allah. He's performing that salah in his house. He's performing that salah in his practice. He's performing that salah in his shop, in his business. He's not coming to the house of Allah. He's cursed. Allahu Akbar. Allah save us. The Nabi of Allah is mentioning. The ulama say if a person is staying far away from the masjid, then he performs that salah in a jamaat khana, it's alright. Otherwise, jamaat khana is no different from a house. Performing that salah in the house with jamaat, performing the salah with jamaat in the jamaat khana is the same thing. The only permission to perform that salah with the, in the jamaat khana is the jamaat khana is far away from the masjid or an area there's no masjid. If the jamaat khana is very close to the masjid, then performing that salah in the jamaat khana is abandoning the masjid. Abdullah bin Masood radiallahu ta'ala says, he says that these five salah are from the sunan huda actions of deen, the most important. In the day of Rasulullah s.a.w., only the munafiqeen, the open hypocrites would not come to the masjid. The sahaba would be so ill and sick, they would ensure, escorted by two people, assisted on both sides, they would be brought to the masjid. And they would ensure that that salah was not performed in their home, even in that state. He says, and we all had places reserved in our homes to perform our tahajjud salah, ishraq, other salahs, nafal we would perform. وَلَوْ تَرَقْتُمْ سُنَّةَ نَبِيِّكُمْ But if you leave out coming to the masjid, performing the salah with jamaat in the prescribed time, correctly in the masjid, you leave out this, you need, you need anywhere else. One hadith says, لَضَلَلْتُمْ You'll be astray. Another hadith says, لَكَفَرْتُمْ You'll become like, you'll become like kufar. Slowly, slowly, this might even lead you to the point, the mercy of Allah will go, you can leave the fold of Islam. Slowly, slowly, that the person will begin to uh, lose out. Slowly, more and more is losing. And... The, that's why the ulama say we should connect ourselves to the masajid. If you want to be connected to Allah, you have to connect ourselves to masjid. You distance slowly more and more person than after he's performing Juma also, another place. That's why he doesn't want to come into the masjid. Then five salah also, he's not coming to the masjid. The nur and barakat of the masjid he's not enjoying. Then you find that he goes on the cell phone, then he goes on the internet, and then his company goes, and then his dressing all goes. Every one, one thing goes. You think where it started off? Is that he's being deprived of Allah's mercy because that connection and link with the masjid, he cut himself off that. Allah save us. Then when a person comes to the, and among the establishment, the clothing a person should be wearing should be conforming to the sunnah. The fuqaha mentioned that the clothing of respect and dignity a person, he's standing before the king of kings. He's mentioned Nafi, the freed slave of Abdullah bin Omar radiallahu ta'ala. One day he was clad, he wasn't clad very properly. He just had one sheet over him or one, and he read that namaz. Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala slave. As Abdullah bin Umar had seen him, so Abdullah bin Umar called him, he said, see, you, you wore this clothing over here, will you wear this clothing in front of me? You didn't know I'm looking at you, and you just wore that clothing and you read that namaz. If you had knowledge that I was looking at you, would you wear this? He said, no, I won't wear it. Out of respect for you, I won't wear this. I'll wear something decent. He said that to stand before Allah, you should wear something even more decent than considering me. Out of my respect, you did. before Allah, you must wear. The respect that demands of salah, of standing before Allah, how can you wear like this? Person will come to the masjid, something engraved on his t-shirt, something 
printed on his t-shirt, now t-shirt and Bermudas, he's coming to the masjid. He won't go for his nikah like that. On the day of his nikah, the man's coming and people say, what happened to this mother? Standing before Allah like this. Even in his house when he's alone, he's standing before Allah. He must, he must at least wear something decent with respect. He must stand it. I'm standing before the king of kings, Allahu Akbar. The respect of Allah, respect of that salah, the ibadat. The Nabi of Allah was called above the seven heavens to get this gift. And this is the honor this Ummah is showing. Then in the, the sauce among the establishment of salah, the sauce should be complete. People should stand next to each other. Nabi Sallallahu on one occasion told the Sahaba, Oh my Sahaba, why don't you stand in your stuffs like how the, the, the angels stand in their stuffs? Sahaba, oh Nabi Allah, how do you stand? He said, next to each other, without any gaps. And the stuff is straight also. Nabi Sallallahu this is how they stand. In the hadith of Nasai Sharif, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned, Man wasala saffan wasalahullah, the one who joins the stuff. Allah will join him to his mercy. Allah will bless him with his mercy. And the one who cuts off the top, he says that no social distancing, a time of salah, you must stand there, you must stand. He's breaking that top. Allah will cut him off his mercy. The right of Nasai Sharif, Allah will bless. That's why you know in the time of the lockdown, there was so much of problems this ummah. You know, came what, what was the reason? We abandoned the sunnah of Rasulullah to hold on to the kuffar ways. And this is what happened. Allah will bless. Nabi Ali Sam saw one sahabi, he was covered, his, his face was covered. He covered his face. Our time of lockdown, he said, no, but cover, social distancing, masking, must do all that. Nabi Sassam told the sahaba that it is not permissible for a person to do this. Sahaba took it so serious. As the Jada radiallahu ta'ala saw one person, he covered, he went to him and he pulled it off. He said, this is against the sunnah of Rasulullah There are few examples of this type in, in, in the Mubarak hadith of Rasulullah the time is, uh, time is limited. Suffice to say, this is a great favor of Allah Park upon us. The greatest obligation of deen is salah. On the day of Qiyamah when a person will come, it will be this salah. And among the most important things also is that the performance of that salah, the ruku, the sajda, the qiyam, the qirat, must conform to the sunnah of Rasulullah s.a.w. As that Hudayfa radiallahu ta'ala has seen one person. Harawait of Bukhari Sharif, he mentioned, Ra'a rajulan la yutimu ruku wa sujud. The man's ruku and sajda was in order. Sometimes we find a person very quickly, like just starting into sajda, coming up. Nabi said, this is the, the salah of a munafiq, a hypocrite. The sahabi saw this person, so he came to this person, and he told this person that, Munzu come to salli hadi salah. How many years are you reading namaz like this? So fast you going up and down. He says, Munzu arba'in, for 40 years. The sahabi says, Ma salli'ta munzu arba'in, for 40 years you have not performed salah. In other words, some ulama mentioned that that salah won't be accepted at all. And Imam of Anifa said, no, the salah will go through, but you won't get that reward. That salah will be greatly deficient. You have to even make sajjah so also. If you leave out the sajjah so you can imagine the deficiency. And then as the sahabi, as the Hudayfa tells this person, you haven't performed any salah. Remember, if you have to pass away and you meet Allah, you will not meet Allah with the sunnah of Rasulullah and the salah of Rasulullah. Allah give me all this tawfiq to understand this well, to go to the ulama, to learn how to perform that salah and fulfill this obligation in a manner pleasing to Allah.
ഹമദുല്ലാഹ ഫുറ ഫലാമുദ ഫൈനഹുലായിരുന്നു أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأسلقهم حيان وثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وأقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة وأسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليه وعن كل الصحابة يجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغض يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروني ولا تكفرون خلني انشوه that our safs are straight in all gaps have been full in please check that our garments above our ankles cell phones have been switched off there are certain salient signs of Islam when a person shows disregard and disrespect to the salient signs of Islam Allah Ta'ala's wrath can get turn towards us Allah Ta'ala can get very angry Juma is one very salient feature of Islam now we find previously people who have been sitting outside while the bayan was on 
Now people are sitting outside for the entire duration of the khutbah also. There are people that are sitting on the staircase with their backs facing towards the qibla, backs facing towards the khatib, while the khutbah is carrying on. Allah Ta'ala must not test us. We know how many places in the world there's different, different atrocities that are happening to the people. Allah's rahmat and mercy was come on us. We must not be doing such actions that invite the wrath of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala guide us and save us inshallah. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Maliki, Yawmiddin, Iyaka, Na'budu, Wa Iyaka, Nasta'een. Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem, Sirat Al-Ladheen, An'amta Alayhim, Ghayri Al-Maldubi Alayhim, Walad-Dalneen. Salhaakum Al-Takathur, Hatta Zurtum Al-Maqabir, Kalla Sawfa Ta'alamun, Thumma Kalla Sawfa Ta'alamun. كلا لو تعلمون علم اليقين لترون الجحيم ثم لترونها عين اليقين ثم لتسألن يومئذ عن النعيم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله Assalamualaikum. <laughs> <laughs>